You're listening to a DM podcast. From his point of view, I actually can understand that myself because, because to be honest, even though I still live with my parents, everything they would do, I would do in the opposite way myself. But that's just me. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Mr. A+. And I hope everyone is doing well. I'm not sure if any of you know this, but you're about to. In recent months, I became a fan of the US version of The Office. Today, I will be doing a recap on one episode. The episode I will be reviewing today is Season 4, Episode 16, Did I Stutter? In this episode, Stanley Hudson yells at Michael Scott during a meeting in the conference room. Michael is unsure of how to handle the situation. He attempts to assert his power over the office by pretending to fire Stanley, which only worsens the situation. Michael and Stanley eventually have a one-on-one discussion and come to terms with their feelings towards one another. The interaction between Steve Carell and Leslie David Baker, who play Michael Scott and Stanley Hudson, respectively, is one of the most memorable scenes of The Office. And on the side note, Pam Beasley is forced to wear her glasses due to the fact that she slept over at a friend's place and forgot her contact lenses. In the meantime, Jim Halpert receives a warning from Ryan Howard about his upcoming performance review, and Dwight Schrute purchases purchases Andy's car. That's the summary of the episode, but here are my thoughts. After the cold cut, which isn't that important for me to talk about, actually, I think I'll talk about it. Why not? In the cold cut, cold opening I meant, Michael Scott has his face applied with Vaseline, by Dwight Schrute, and then has his face placed in wet cement, similar to what Hollywood actors do with their hands. It's kind of cool, in a way. Now, I'm going to be moving on to the main plot. Michael Scott calls everyone into the conference room for a brainstorm session on how to energize their, their office. Jim Halpert and Andy Bernard give suggestions on making their answering machine messages more energetic. Michael takes these suggestions with enthusiasm, but when he asks Stanley to join in, Stanley is is just not interested and is seen scribbling away in doing a crossword puzzle. Michael Scott said to him, put your little game down and, and join the group. Okay. A crossword puzzle is not a game. It's a puzzle. There's a dif- there's a difference between a puzzle and a game. And a crossword puzzle does not count as a game. And then when Michael Scott tries to push Stanley to join in, he eventually says, yells three words to Michael, Did I stutter? In a loud, threatening tone. Personally, these are my thoughts. I found, found a little bit difficult to take that as a threat because it sounds kind of funny. And after Stanley yells those three words to Michael, there is a brief, awkward silence in the room, in the conference room. Then Michael excused himself to grab a glass of water. 
And then, very shortly after the meeting concluded, HR Representative to- Toby Flenderson approached Michael Scott in his office to discuss the situation. Michael Scott wasn't th- thinking too much about it because he passed it off as, as just joshing around. And it's not like, not like Stanley called him any names. He just asked him a question in a loud tone. But Toby actually wanted Michael to, to remind him that he can't talk to him that, that way and be openly defiant. But Michael Scott just, just never enjoys any interaction that he has with Toby Flenderson, which is a little bit puzzling, but all right. Toby Flenderson suggests that if my, that if Stanley was joking around, Michael should ask him if that's the case. Shortly after, after the meeting between Toby and Michael, the latter stops by Stanley's desk to talk to him about the situation and, and try to make amends with him. Stanley refused to report, refused to apologize to him. And then immediately after that, Stanley Hudson talks to the camera crew in, in, with these words. I'm about to do an impression of Stanley Hudson, but this, but this impression is in no way disrespectful to Leslie David Baker himself, because I have way too much respect, too much respect for him to, to make any attempts to offend him. This, this is just merely an impression of what he said to the camera crew. Leslie David Baker is the man who plays Stanley Hudson, by the way. And this is what he said to the camera crew. It's like I used to tell my wife, I do not apologize unless I think I'm wrong. And if you don't like it, you can leave. And I say the same thing to my current wife, and I'll say it to my next one too. <laughs> it's sort of funny, but not not that funny. <laughs> but then again, that's actually a fair point. You shouldn't have to apologize unless you unless you realize that, that you were in the wrong. <clears throat> in the meantime, Pam's revealed to the camera crew that she slept over at a friend's house and f- forgot her contact lenses, so she had to wear her backup glasses, which weren't very attractive. Even Michael Scott pointed bluntly pointed it out. And later on, when Kevin compliments her glasses, but then goes into sexual innuendos. Pam becomes self-conscious about wearing these glasses, and so she ditches them at her desk. And for the rest of the day, she struggles to see properly and therefore becomes less less efficient in in her job that day. Then meanwhile... Ryan Howard comes to the office, speaks with Toby, and then gives Jim Halpert a warning about his performance review. But when Jim Halpert asks him if it's to do with his website suggestions in a previous episode, Ryan becomes defensive, saying that he appreciates constructive criticism and that he thrives on it. That sounds a little bit far-fetched, but all right. Not much to say about Ryan Howard after that. Or Pam, for that matter. 
In another subplot, Dwight Schrute sees that Andy Bernard was advertising his 2001 model of a Nissan X- Xterra in the office for $8,700 and actually decides to buy from him from for next to nothing. He offered Andy Bernard $1,500 because according to Dwight, the car is crap and said that he would use the car as a wagon for his beet farm. A wagon pulled by a donkey, he meant. The way that Dwight got and got Andy to sell his car to him was by pressuring it, pressuring him into it by saying, do it, do it, do it, and counting down from three to one. That method kind of puts people on the spot to make a choice. If you're going to look at selling a car to someone, it's a big, big decision, if you ask me, because cars cost a lot of money and they take time. And if you're going to sell your car to someone, you have to receive, you should be paid what what you're wanting to get. If you're selling it for $8,700, that's what you should get. Not, not for a much smaller amount. Dwight basically ripped Andy off. Then shortly after the purchase, Dwight started washing the car and then listed it for $9,995, which is close to $10,000. When Andy Bernard found out about this, he was understandably outraged with Dwight. And then Dwight gloatingly pointed out that the car was now listed on eBay and was already in a bidding war with three people. The whole scheme of buying the car and reselling on eBay was basically just a passive aggressive way of getting back at, of Dwight getting back at Andy Bernard for dating Angela Martin. Not too long after she broke up with him previously. Michael finally decides to to try and slap some some sense into Stanley by deciding to fake fire him in front of the entire office. And he asked everyone to act like act like that that it was actually happening. But everyone knew that it was not going to be a good idea. Stanley was in the bathroom when Michael was talking to the rest of the office about this. But when he exits the bathroom and returns to his desk, Michael asks to speak to Stanley. And then he approaches Michael. And then at that moment, Michael tell Stanley that he's fired. And then Stanley asks him, are you serious? You're firing me over three words. And then he threatens to file a lawsuit against Michael. And then Michael reveals that that he wasn't serious about firing Stanley. He was never going to be fired in the first place. It was just an attempt from Michael to, to just teach Stanley a lesson. But that makes Stanley even angrier. He starts yelling and going on a rant about Michael in front of the entire office to his face. And then finishes it by calling him a professional idiot. Michael Scott was understandably insulted by this and loudly tells him to stop it. Then he orders everyone out of the off everyone to leave the office except Stanley. And then after as soon as everybody else leaves the office, the camera crew secretly sneaks back in to film the interaction between Michael and Stanley. 
This is one of the most memorable moments of The Office that I've ever seen. In this moment, Michael, in tears, asks Stanley why he picks on him. And then Stanley gives his reasons. What I'm about to do is an impression of Stanley listing his reasons to Michael why he picks on him. But this is in no way, trying. I'm not trying to be offensive to anybody in any way. This is only an impression. These are Stanley's exact words to Michael during their one-on-one conversation. Fine. Here it is. You are a person I do not respect. The things you say, your actions, your methods and style, everything you would do, I would do it the opposite way. From his point of view, I actually can understand that myself because, because to be honest, even though I still live with my parents, everything they would do, I would do it the opposite way myself. But that's just me. Everyone has different thoughts and different ways about things. And anyway, back to this, the interaction between Michael and Stanley. Michael suggests that, that Stanley doesn't respect him because he doesn't know him very well, which then Stanley responds to by telling him, Michael, I have known you a very long time. And the more I've gotten to know you, the less I've come to respect you. Then he asks Michael if he has any other theories, which he doesn't. Michael then comes to terms comes to terms with the fact that Stanley doesn't respect him, but then takes a professional tone with Stanley by reminding him that he can't talk to him like in that way in the office because Michael is his boss and Michael just can't allow it. They have to be- behave professionally to one another. That's actually fair enough too, because that's not too much to ask. He's only asking to for Stanley to behave toward him in a professional manner. They don't have to be friends, which is a very fair fair point because when you're interacting with your boss, you have to behave in a professional manner. I've done that in every job that I've been in. They just need to have a, a professional employer and employee relationship, which Stanley agrees by simply saying, fair enough. Those are words that I would use too, to be honest. And then they shake hands. And then from that moment on, Stanley and Michael have never had a heated interaction since. After that, we see a brief scene of Michael Scott doing impressions of stand-up comedians about respect. People like Ronnie Dangerfield, Jerry Seinfeld, the character Borat, played by Sasha Baron Cohen, and two other people, I've forgotten their names. I find this episode, did I start it, to be one of my, probably one of my top favorite episodes. It's not in the top five or top ten because I don't have any top ten or top five favorite episodes, but this is definitely one of my favorites. There's something about Leslie David Baker that I find fascinating. I don't know, I can't really explain why, but he seems like a great guy and he brings a lot of energy to playing Stanley. I actually find him to have a great voice, probably better than mine, to be honest. Those two um, impressions that I did earlier, those are my probably my favorite moments of that episode because when... Stanley Hudson said to Michael, did I stutter? I don't really find that threatening at all. I just find it 
kind of funny. Maybe it's because of Leslie David Baker's delivery of the line. It's just funny to me. In the past, when I've had a job, some of my colleagues and even the person I answered to were a heavy test on my patients. We all we all can relate to that because we all have differences with our employers. And that's fair enough too. You don't really have have to go out of your way to, res- to respect your employer, but just behave professionally with them. That's all they want. They just want you to behave professionally and just do the job. If you can't get along, just just behave professionally. That that's all. You, sometimes that's all you can do in a job. But just try to be patient with one another. That's all you can do with one another. That's my my recap of this episode of The Office. I had a great time talking about this. I, I just love talking about my favorite films and television shows. I have to admit that I haven't really watched the British version of The Office because I've never really been that interested and it's not as well known, to be honest. And I've got a little bit of a challenge for you all. If any of you believe that I that I should that I should see the British version of The Office, I dare you to send me a message on Instagram. I dare you. I dare you to do it. Let's see what happens. And also, who knows, I might decide to, to see it myself sometime and then tell you all what I really think of it. But please don't get offended if I don't love it as much as the US version, okay? Because like you, I have different opinions to everyone. Because, and, that, and that's okay too, because we all have different opinions on, on different things. Because we're all individuals, we're all, we're all unique, and all our opinion and our opinions are all different. Just because we have different opinions doesn't mean that people can't or shouldn't get along, even in workplaces between bosses and workers. Well, that's that's all for today's episode. I hope you all enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed recording it. All of you, take care of yourselves, and always stay safe out there. Have a wonderful day, everyone. Mr. A-plus signing off. Until the next time.